You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for happy hour. Welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. Whiskey, spirits, cigars, and the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matthew Fox. And we are once again at Ambassador's Cigar. We are uninvited. You know what? That's the best way to be. You know, we've been getting we've been getting looks. You know, unapologetic. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're here to uh, we're here to sample something, do That's just it. a taste, just a taste. For yeah, this is our this is our weekly uh, habit. Yes. Would you call it a habit? Yeah. Do you have a bad habit? Uh, well, it, it, yeah, it's here we are. A, I wouldn't call so, it a bad <laughs> habit, but uh, it, it's a habit. We seem to be here every Tuesday and or Thursday, and uh, yeah. just you know, doing a taste of something that we've never done before. Well, that's it. Just gonna break it down and talk about what's in, what what is in the glass and, and right. how it's hitting us and right. just kind of what's going on because it's baseball season's kicking off today, opening day. And if Detroit has the big festivities for opening day. <laughs> Everyone, a lot of cities do, but Detroit does it to, to the nines. Really, yes. it's it's the, nutty downtown. There's a few other cities that do the big opening day party but really detroit is the quintessential opening day oh, party it really is you and know, uh, so. but there's this new trend in uh <laughs> baseball i guess i don't know um but uh people are uh it, it's uh doing it at the ballpark the what park doing doing it doing at it the, at the ballpark really doing and when i say it i mean it, it. the the deed yeah Really? People Not by themselves in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> no. What's uh, going on in there? Yeah, Nothing? yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of the thing. I, I guess it's a thing. I don't know. So, really? But uh, people have been getting caught doing it, it. having sex at, uh, at, really? at, at the ballpark. And, you know, Comerica didn't dwell on it but they said yeah it's uh so tiger you'll, stadium you'll be, would have been okay with it but not be, in comerica yeah because yeah. <laughs> you had a lot it's of like, blind spots at comerica well, hey, tiger you're, stadium you're effing us in all the prices we might as well <laughs> you know yeah tiger stadium had blind spots where you couldn't really yeah. see too much when you know, right 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 so but you know so wow doing it at the ballpark yeah and it's like i think in cleveland they have like a big ferris wheel we yeah. have a small little ferris wheel in detroit but they have a bigger one. I think it's Cleveland. I don't know somewhere. Right. And they, a couple people were on the Ferris wheel getting freaky. Really, uh, that yeah. brings new meaning to uh, the seventh inning stretch. Yeah, that <laughs> is uh, that is uh, take me all to the ballpark. <laughs> it's a romantic song, really. But uh, what's so, your wedding song? Uh, take me all to the ball game. Take me all to the ball game. Yeah. <laughs> Really? It's, Why it's, is that way? Well, there was opening day, 2019. So here's my question for you, Matt. Yeah, man, what's that? In public, in have public. you ever? In public? In public. No. No? No. Not All where right. people could walk in. No. All right. It was always, it's always been a very private thing for myself. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. PDAs. Uh, I tried. I, right. I, I, I've tried my darndest to. Uh, the PDAs, I just yeah. All right, well the father 90- of three girls, you know PDA, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The nineties were weird for me, man. Really? <laughs> well, okay. Let me uh, let me I return. Couple, I dated a couple weird girls in let the nineties. Let me return. I I don't remember. Oh, fair play. <laughs> it no, could have happened. No, de- <laughs> no, no, it is not. A, <laughs> uh, we just got offered a, a steak and chicken and waffles. 
Wow. Um, Why, what what is wrong with us? Why did we say like no? It did look that? like chicken and waffles, yeah. That's the thing. That's kind of the thing when we just kind of plunk ourselves down in the middle of a restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, but, <laughs> but our table's kind of full and plates of food being brought over to but us. That's, uh, that's, that's the new thing. It's uh, really? doing it at the ballpark. Really? Um, so don't do that. No, you you you'd yeah. get banned for life at that point. I think probably yeah. you have some sort of banishment. Yeah, attached. I'm curious to know how they would uh, monitor that, but you know, know they do it. So here's something else that needs smashing. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Uh, we are drinking uh, some type of scotch, so That's there's a mash it. in there somewhere. Yes, <laughs> uh, there's myths about drinking whiskey that should be abolished, much like sex at the ballpark. <laughs> um, so. There are six different myths. Um, here's oh. the first myth. Go for it. There's a right way and a wrong way to drink whiskey. Now, we've talked about this on the show yes. several times. Yes, we have. Um, you drink it the way you like it. And yes. I, I love that every time we talk to a distiller mm-hmm. um, or you know a rep guy, yeah. they're like, what's the best way to do it? Yeah. The best way to do it is the way you enjoy it. The first time that I've, you know, and you've heard me say this before, the first time I try something, I do it neat. But right. then my palate is very, very different from what right. your palate would be. Yeah. So you like it a different way as well. Uh, so, you know, you add some water to it, add a cube to it, add a block of ice to it. Yeah. You know, people are going to do what they want. And everyone's going to enjoy their own way. Here's another myth that yeah. needs to be smashed. Single malt is better than blended. Really? Right. Yeah. Is and it, it's because, it, you know... It, there's good blends and there's bad blends. Right. There's good single malts. There's bad single malts. There's so yeah, it's uh, you know. Oh, look Excellent. at that. We've got the we've got cooker. the we've got the bottle to take a photo. Brilliant. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you got to do it to the side. Oh, yeah. Really smile behind it. Yeah, smile. That may actually make it worth the. There you go. Thank, Thank you. you. Just, 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 bleh, just took you a picture. Akuta Matata on her forearm. I did not. Is that what she's got on yeah, her? Yeah, her bicep. Then there's like a little tree. Nice. I think it's got the thing in it. But uh, that's fun. Right. So speaking she of things that need she to be has, smashed, she has no worries. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so single malt is better than blended. And again, it, 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 it there's good stuff. There's bad stuff from from all over. And really, when you come down to it, even the single, a lot of the single malts. Yeah. Because you have a distillery. And what they do is they have a lot of single barrels out there, and they blend those single barrels together, together to maintain a taste for their brand. Ah, so even okay. the even the single, you know, they're some, you know, it's, sometimes it's, uh, they're they're blended. There are blends. There's blends going on no matter what. All right. Um, so older whiskey is better. Older whiskey is better. That's a myth too, right? That is a myth um, because we've had very young whiskey. We've yeah. had very young bourbon. Yeah, we we've had bourbon that is not even a year old, but it's a young bourbon, and we've had bourbon that is and whiskey that is very old. And then a, a codicil to that is you should not trust the NAS uh, no age statement. Uh, so All right. and again, that comes down to the blends and and uh, people being honest and they've taken age statements off just because of the. The uh, mad rush on bourbon and whiskeys these days. Right, right. Uh, so a lot of the age statements have, have gone away. Hmm. Um, 
So you can't trust that there's not an age statement on it, that right. it's not going to be a good whiskey. Huh. A- another myth is that you should not add water or ice. I ordered up a glass of ice to go along with what we're drinking tonight. But you didn't uh, put it in there just no, yet. No, not yet. We want to try it naked first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm catching a I'm catching a theme here for some un- reason. Yep. And then um, cocktails, making cocktails with single malts is is that a unacceptable? No-no? That's a big no no. That's a, well, but again, that's a myth, right? Again, drink it the way you like it. Yeah. Right. And then uh, the last one, the region is all important, right? Mm. And again, it doesn't really matter where things come from, uh, as long as you like it. There you go. It's all about your own taste profile. So those are some myths that uh, just set all that aside. Do what we do or, you know, listen to us. And take and it for what it is and just to, figure and, it out yourself. No, you right? don't really have to listen to us. But uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to us if you've listened this far. But, uh, you know, if we can give you a little insight into, into like, oh, yeah, I like peated things or I like sugary things. I like right. caramely things. Uh, and if we mention that the particular just the taste is one of those, then do that. Go taste it. Yeah. And if you like it, do it again. And if you don't, right. check it off your list. Don't right. venture exactly. down that road again. So what road are we venturing down today, Matt? I, I believe we're venturing down uh, the Dalmore 12. The Dalmore 12-year-old right. is what we're doing. We're, Dalmore 12-year-old. Yeah, we're going to take a, a little bit of a trip down. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's It's got a good uh, got a good nose to it, doesn't it? Um, you should get a little bit of uh, fruit when, that, when you get yeah. that. Yeah. You know, a little bit of orange, right? Well, yeah. So this, I was uh, gonna say, almost say a, a cherry. I'm all right, kind of interested because there's a little bit of history behind the Dalmore. Yeah, all right, give us a history. I'm, I'm I love the bottles with the big stag on, yeah, the, on yeah. the. But don't get that confused with stag. No. Yeah. 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 But uh, it, it's actually. It's, uh, oh, I'm gonna read more here. Ah, my phone is being very stupid. Sure. All right. So, this is a Highland, you know, a Highland Scotch. Okay. From the Northern Highlands. Um, really, it's no, it's fruity. There's not a lot of smoke, not a lot of peat. Okay. I'm not sure what you're. Cause I haven't nosed it yet. Yeah. But are you getting a little peat or anything on that? No, I'm getting. I'm getting. You're saying I'm getting a little fruit, or, but right? I'm not getting fruit. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting the orange, but I'm, I'm smelling a sweetness like a cherry almost. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. It's a, it's one of the older distilleries. I think now it's that I'm from sucking the, through my mouth too. I am getting a little peat. <laughs> there you go. We have very wide mouth uh, rock glasses really we're drinking with. We don't do, have yeah. the little tulip uh, Glen Karen glass. What are those? I don't know. Proper name for those little tulip shaped glasses. Got it. To really focus the, the nose of it. But then I can't bastardize it with my ice because the <laughs> mouth is too small on those things, you know. So yeah, I, had a, I had the perfect page up here for it, too. Ah, here we go. Ah, right. I think what I found it. There, so Matt? quintessential Highland Scotch whiskey is what Ooh, we're going to be looking at, right. right? Yeah, it's got a, a long storied pedigree ranking. Uh, one of us uh, among Scotland's most renowned single malts that we're okay. looking at tonight. So yeah. uh, it's located in the Ulness, which is about 20 miles north of Inverness. And it sits on the shores. We're going to do a little geography lesson here. You ready? You know, it actually sits on the shores of the Cromarty Firth. It overlooks the Black Isle, which is neither an island nor black, right? Right. But right. It, it's, in fact, a peninsula that separates the Cromarty Firth from the Firth of Inverness. Okay. Which both are which are an extension of the Moray Firth. Okay. Uh, the peninsula is actually flat, very rich metal land. Uh, the name Dalmor is derived from the combination of both Norse and Gaelic. In fact, it actually means big metal land itself. Big old meadow land. Big meadow land. Big yes. meadow land. All right. So it's, it's Norse and Gaelic at the okay, same nice. time. Okay, nice. I like so, that. 
But the distillery was actually founded in uh, 1839. 1839. Uh, by a gentleman by the name of Alexander Matheson. That is uh, he uh, was, seven years after my house was built. Really? Yeah. Your, you know, so it was one of the first homes here in Troy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I got an old house. Dude, so a wagon ride from your place to my place and That'd when it was like built? That'd be like a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And many deaths happened on the on Yes, the yes. All right, sorry. Well, no, I, no, I, you're good. I no. digress. But that's actually pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, so uh, Alexander Matheson was the nephew of Sir James Matheson, who was one of the co-founders of the famous Hong Kong trading house, Jardine Matheson. Okay. Right? So he made a fortune in the uh, Chinese opium trade. Nice. Age of 34, he retired at the age of 34, age of 34. to Scotland. Well, they only yeah. lived to like 40 at the time, so right. that was old age. Sure. So Matheson never actually operated the <laughs> distillery he built. But leasing it to the Sunderland family. Uh huh. So they operated the distillery until 1867, after which it was leased to Alexander, Alexand- Andrew, and Charles Mackenzie. Alexander Matheson died in 1886, and his son Kenneth Matheson. All right, so it's a fa- it's a it's a history lesson. Sure. In Matheson's and the Alexanders and the Sunderlands. But the McKenzie family would operate the distillery until 1960. Okay. When it was merged with the White and McKay's. All right. Right. So after a long succession of owners, the White and McKay was purchased by uh, the Philippine Spirits Company, Emperor, in 2014. So the distillery for the Dalmore has been around for a long time. All right. But this was released not too long ago, uh, or it's been around since, I think, 2007, 2008, when they brought it back. But the McKenzie family lore was responsible for the Dalmore's iconic crest. You know, that's the stag, I think, is the crest itself. So that... Legend had it that back in 1263, the Colin of Kintail, the heredity chief of the Mackenzie clan, saved the Scottish king Alexander III from a charging red stag. Okay. Right? The stag had 12 points on its antlers and was termed a royal stag. Touch his own oh, angry stag. Hey. <laughs> it's own, his own pissed off donkey. <laughs> Since <laughs> donkey. <laughs> now, why do we got to go that far? Uh, yeah. okay, so, um, since animals of that size were reserved for the king's hunting pleasure, uh-huh. a grateful Alexander III bestowed on the Mackenzie clan the right to use the 12-point royal stag at the clan's crest. Ah, right on. Okay. So the emblem, or uh, Caberfeath, has been on every bottle of the Dalmore since 1867. Very nice. So a little bit of a history on the uh, on the, why it has a stag on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with stag, but right, right. still the same thing. So... There's a lot of notable things about this on this. It's the first single malt. She called ex- me a noble steed. I did. I did. A thied? No, a steed. Steed. I'm sorry, Eddie. My bad. So, <laughs> um, this is the first single malt exported from Scotland to, Austra- uh, to Australia. Oh, okay. Uh, in 1870. Uh, for much of its history, it has been ranked among the largest distilleries in Scotland, actually. All right. So its current production capacity of 4.2 million liters of pure alcohol still places it among the top quartile of Scotch whiskey distilleries. Nice. So you're nosing right now, right? You yeah. just keep on nosing. I that. keep on sniffing because uh, I'm enjoying the hell out of the smell. So it actually it's it uses the Loch Lomond stills still. Okay. So that's kind of a significant feature of the Dalmore itself. Um, three water-cooled plates in the neck of the still and allow the distiller to better control the level of reflux during the distillation process itself. So uh, it's going to create a floral, fruitier aroma typical of a lighter whiskeys right, that are right. out there. So um, I am getting that fruitier. Yeah, so although not unheard of uh, heard of in the Highlands, the kind of aroma profile is usually among the Dalmore's more robust 
Highland Brethren's that okay. are out there. So um, I'm going to nose this real quick. Yeah. So this is a... Is there a taste profile suggestion I'm in there? I'm getting there, yeah. On the 12? Yeah. Because there's several, so there's several in, variations. Yeah. Oh, of course, it's aged in bourbon barrels yeah. for the first nine years. Um, after which half of the uh, remaining spirit is aged for an additional three years in sherry butts. Okay. And previously held in, uh, what is that word? Mustelium oloroso sherry. Yeah. Right? I, I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I can't I, see uh, that. My, 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 my education is not helping me out here. Uh, let's see. Oh, they're, uh, they're aging previously used bourbon casks here. All right. So... Tasty notes. Got a little mahogany color to it. Yeah. yeah I like the it's color. It's a nice gold, actually. Uh, it's got a very reddish orange, but it's got a or- reddish orange hue. Uh, fine antique wood type deal. Okay. Right? Um, there's an initial pronounced aroma of cooked fruit. I do get the cooked fruit. I All do right. get that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I get, saying. I get that cherry. And uh, a little mincemeat tart and, uh, and a little Christmas that. fruit cake. Yeah. Right? Fruit cake? Fruit Let cake. Let them eat fruit cake. <laughs> Oh so it's followed by a little bit of a you know, like honey baked rum infused almost. Okay. That's what it's uh, looking at here. I haven't tasted it yet. So honey baked rum infused raisins and uh, a tropical spice aroma of vanilla. Okay. I'm a big vanilla guy. I like sure. vanilla, you know, flavor things. So kind of excited about this. See, sound. I just, I, I, my palate isn't as advanced. I don't get this. You know, what does it say? Something about saddle leather and wood wax. And I don't get I don't, all I don't of get any of that. Things. No. People, I, I, and again, I guess the more we drink, the more we learn, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sip here. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready to sip. Wow. Okay. It's a little bit dry. It's got a drier feel to it, I think. Yeah. yeah it really is. It's a, it's a drier, drier than its aroma. You know, it smells nice and it smells nice and light, but when you hit it, it's kind of dry. So which that, is which uh, is kind of the profile itself. That floral, yeah, and that cooked fruit. Is that what the profile said? A cooked fruit was that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely in the taste for yeah. sure. The fruit, but it's got a yeah. It's got a little bit of a yeah. On the back end, you got a little bit of a fruity contribution to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's it's okay, uh, that's from, that's from the sherry bud aging. Yep, there yep. you go. So. Mm. I'd almost put this down for a dessert. A good after dinner drink? Yeah. After a nice steak, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. I would put this down. Just gonna have something nice and dry. This, this wouldn't that. be my, you know, starter or no, along no, with, no. but this would be uh afterwards. Like, I, I that's actually a really good uh Yeah, I like that. Cuz the the fruit is hanging out. And there's a little bit of a burn afterwards a little too. Bit. And it doesn't hang it's around. Warm. Yeah, it's warm. Yeah, it doesn't hang around. Um, that's actually because of the extra three or four years of aging. That's right. where the bite's coming from a little bit. Now, and I'm like, trying to look at the legs on it, right? The, how much oiliness is there right. when you're on the glass? And it, it's not, I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's leaving a nice, it's a thin, it's, it's like a thin. <sighs> yeah. It's like a thin leg. You can, you see the outline of it. but It doesn't it, hang around for very long, uh, does it? But you get the, yeah. I say it's not hanging around too much for me, you know? It leaves an outline there. That's interesting. The legs are, are unique on this, and uh, but the taste is nice. So I, I actually, the last time I took a sip was about 35, 40 seconds ago. I'm st- it still lingers. It doesn't. The, the, the spiciness doesn't linger. 
but the flavors kind of do. Now I'm starting to kind of feel that a little bit of a vanilla, a little bit. If you draw, if you draw air in uh, after you, yeah, after you sip, then you get that, you get that Scotch peaty, right. yep. the peat of the Scotch yeah. uh, in there. That's nice, but the fruit is the fruit is still there. Yeah, it's a, you know it, it doesn't. It, it's not bad. It's not a bad scotch. So, at all. and it mentioned something about a wood and, and wood wax and a, a, a yeah, leather. That, um, that's a, that's hanging out afterwards too. You, are you starting to get that after now? You've drawn, yeah. After a second or third sip. Nice. I'm getting that. that. So now, so your your palate is starting to progress a little bit. Yeah. Because we've been doing this now. What well, year? I, just, and a few I mean, months, if the tasting and, notes. It's making your brain didn't, think didn't, it, though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I never would have come up with wood wax well, or, or saddle you, you leather on what my you, own. You don't know what, you, uh, what, it, what it tastes like until you actually have it. I would have come up words. with that bullshit on my own. <laughs> it tastes like uh, wood. Well, how do you know? Ah. Do, you go and gnaw, do you go home and gnaw on your table? No. I've been face down on the table a few <laughs> times. I know that aroma yeah. from an up-close and personal smell. Yeah. No, but the uh, the price point, average price point of uh, the, mm-hmm. the Dunmore 12 is about $56 a bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, slightly cheaper, but uh, far better uh, shared offerings like the McKellen's, whatever, what have you out there might be uh, may, more of a taste profile for you. Yeah. But this is a good uh, go-to after a dinner, I think. Yeah. I think you, know, I think you really uh, nailed that because I couldn't see myself drinking this you know, at the very beginning of the evening. All right, I, just threw, I threw a splash of water. In it, try to open it up a little bit. Yeah, see what that does. All right, to it. Huh? Yeah, the Dumber is saying this is what we do. We just we, we want to sit here and kind of learn what we think about it. You know, I, you know, being that the, there's a lot of history behind behind the uh, Scotch itself, but we're just you know learning. Yeah, just trying to figure it out. I don't know. Uh, we'd love to. Uh, I'm trying you know, to ascertain if the the little bit of water I threw in there. Yeah. Change it, open it up. No, if you have a I, in the aroma in the in the nose now. Yeah, I'm getting more of those the heavier tones that that the leather, saddle, saddle leather okay. and, and the 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 peaty smell, yeah. which before it was like all fruity. Hmm. I don't know if that's because it's on my palate and in my nose a little bit, or is that because I opened it up with water? Huh. Let me. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And our lovely waitress checking in on us. Yeah. She's pretty awesome. She's been here a week and two days, three days now, doing yeah. a fantastic job. And yeah, we're here at the uh, Ambassador Cigar and Spirits in yes. Troy, Michigan. Troy, Michigan, yeah. It's no, a, not a bad stop-off. No, no. It's, uh, we've Find been here a few yourself in the metro Detroit area. It's uh, fine cigar selections and very friendly, accommodating staff yeah. and good atmosphere. Yeah. Willing to let you plug in microphones and hang out in the corner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You now they uh, got TVs all around, so, you know, people are Yeah, looking, the wings are on. Yeah, people keep looking at us because we're in the corner, yeah. and the wings game is right above us. So they're not looking at us, Jamie. The wings Sorry, stop, w- stop winking at the guys. Oh, Man, stop that. I should stop that. <laughs> Speaking of mashing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the wings are getting their butts handed to them. Yeah. Tigers won today. They did. This, are they five and three on the season now? I don't I have no idea. Yeah. I, I know they won. They won today. Against the Yankees, and they won today. Today, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all I know. Sports ball. Sports ball. That's all I know. Fun. That's all I know. All right, so, Matt. Yes, sir. Uh, 
what is it? Uh, uh, date Mary Screw. <laughs> Repeat <Right>? that. <laughs> date Date Mary Screw. Date Mary Screw. So as far as the Delamore goes, oh. will you buy it when you're out? Will you take it home? Do you want to make love to it? <laughs> Where do you? <laughs> that is a very just question. <laughs> Give me about three more, and I'll let you know. <laughs> well, everything's screw after that point. <laughs> no, it, it's a it, it's a good finisher. You know, you know, it, don't start with it. Um, I love the bottle. I love the packaging. I love the history. Uh, I love the history. I would have it on my shelf at home. Um, it would stay there for a while. Yeah. Because I wouldn't hit it all the time. Right. Um, if people, because it is popular and people enjoy it, and I would yeah. like to have it in my bar, on my bar, for people to enjoy. Yeah. yeah. And to have it as that sweet treat, um, and not to be sexist, uh, but for the ladies, nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's, you got, know. it's got a it's got a thinner feel to it, so yeah. the ladies might enjoy it more than they would something more right, it's more peaty or more robust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's fair. That's fair. But uh, so I, I would have it on my shelf at home. Uh, I, I might order it out again if it was uh, I was looking for a a, a desserty kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, I'd like to talk to somebody about what to pair this with is for a cigar. We'll have to revisit. We'll have to revisit the Delamore yeah. and, and do a, a cigar. Get a cigar and expert. Have, you know, they have more than just the twelve. They think they have the seventeen year as well. Yeah, this is just a twelve year. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a there's a lot of variations. Yes. Yeah. There's a fifteen year. There's different. a port wood that's out there as well. Right. Right. So you know, there's that. Then the they have the Delamore cigar malt. Sure. So I'm, I'm sure it would pair with a too. with a uh, cigar very well. At some point. So, yeah, I'd love to uh, figure that so, out, too. So, All right, Matthew. Hey, Jamie. Um, Cheers. You know what? Man Cave Happy Hour, I love doing this with you. Cheers. You know, I love to I love to hang out. Yeah. Have a good conversation yeah. over a, a good bourbon, good whiskey. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and just, even better uh, company. Yes, so. and just the friendship is amazing. So, cheers, my friend. Cheers. Cheers.